We choose one song and take a look at the history of the song today. I should be so lucky. Which was not the case for me yesterday with Toto. But anyways, moving on. So it was a 1980 song by Kylie. So Kylie had had one big hit already in the mid-80s. Well, at least in Australia anyway. Uh, her, her debut hit, I suppose, was The Locomotion. So after the success of this song, it was arranged that Kylie Minogue would travel all the way to London to team up with this famous writing production team called Stock, Aitken and Waterman. Right, so there's three men behind it. However, uh, maybe she wasn't very much of a big deal at that time, but the three guys had forgotten <laughs> that she was supposed to arrive at a certain date at a certain time. So they were a bit taken by surprise when this uh, tiny little Australian appeared ready to make an album. Uh, so they actually wrote a song for her very quickly in about 40 minutes uh, while she was waiting impatiently outside the recording studio. Uh, they decided to focus on being unlucky in love. Uh, apparently they felt that, well, look at this beautiful woman. She's uh, successful and talented. What's wrong with her? I bet she's unlucky in love. <clears throat> that was the sort of the idea behind the lyrics. Uh, so they had her into the recording studio and they recorded, but they recorded the song line by line. And actually by the end of it, Kylie Minogue did not have a good experience. And so she kind of left London a bit upset with these stock eight Kinnam Watermen who were supposed to be this wonderful production team. Uh, what happened next was uh, I Should Be So Lucky was a huge success. It went to number one for five weeks. And then the production team uh, thought to themselves, Ooh, we better make some more songs with Kylie. Um, but they knew that she was a bit annoyed after their recording uh, session. So actually, uh, they, they traveled specially to Australia uh, to sort of try and woo her back and say, come on, we can make some more songs. And they did indeed. They produced the first four albums of Kylie's career. Here it is. I should be so lucky. Backtracking song. On one FM. Yo, yo, can y'all hear me? Backtracking. My backtracking song is. So the band Counting Crows. Why the name? Well, it's from the nursery rhyme, isn't it? I don't know if you know this one, where you see a bird and then you count one for sorrow, two for joy, three for a girl, four for a boy. So when I was growing up in the UK, you do it when you see a magpie, right? But uh, I guess in America, they don't have magpies and therefore they're counting crows. Not sure. That's where the name comes from. So it was the end of 1993 when they released their debut album, which is one of the great 90s albums. It's called August and Everything After. And the lead single from it was Mr. Jones. It was the one that really broke through for high popularity. And is Mr. Jones a real person? Yes. So the lead singer, Adam Duritz, one of his best friends at that time was called Marty Jones. And they were both young men, aspiring musicians. And they went to watch Marty Jones's dad perform because he was a flamenco guitar player. 
And they were in San Francisco and they were at a bar called New Amsterdam. Now, these are all referenced in the song. And then at one point, they, you know, they're watching great musicians perform and they're wishing they could be like them. And then they saw another friend they knew called Kenny John- Johnson, who was like a local drummer uh, in the music scene. And he was sat there with three beautiful women. And they just thought, oh, if we could only be rock stars, then we would have the great life. We would have the women. And Adam Duritz was inspired to go and write this song. Here it is, our uh, backtracking song for today, Mr. Jones on 1FM. (laughs) 